What's up, folks, and welcome back to the Shiitake Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon. With me this week, as always, is our co-host, Mamats. Mamats, say what's up to the people. Um, come on, stop. You know what? You are on the other side of the globe. Why are you appropriating somebody else's language? Uh, Before you can answer, mm-hmm. also joining us this week is Mateo. <laughs> Mateo, what's good? Konichiwa, motherfuckers. Uh, You're both stupid. <laughs> you got a Malaysian appropriating Spanish and you got a Mexican appropriating Japanese. I don't know what to say about this. I mean, we are inter- international, Just you know? accept it. This is the wrong kind of international. Maybe one day I, I will just we speak in Malay pot, so. throughout, the, throughout the review, you know? No one will understand a word. Not me, <laughs> not Mateo. You're going to be talking to yourself this whole show. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so this week we have a review for a pick. I believe this was Mateo's pick for Wonder Egg Priority. Uh, before yes, we sir. jump into that, though, Mateo, what's the question of the week? All right, super simple one. Um, and tell me if we've asked this before, but what's, and not talking about favorite anime, but what's your favorite scene in all of anime that's trumped every other scene that you've ever seen? And it's so just a our singular favorite scene. scene of all time in anime? Yep, just one scene, not anime, one scene. All right. I mean, there's a lot to choose from, but. Um, I agree. But you gotta have yeah. one favorite, right? I mean, I mean, favorites. It, it can be many. You only gotta pick one of them. You could have many, uh, but you if, could have. If I want to pick, it, it is the battle between uh, Marwen and Netero in Hunter Hunter. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah man, that's a really good. Just, one. just imagine the fight just go on in under a minute, and a lot, a lot happen, you know, <laughs> in that one minute. Um, how about you, Shannon? Um, if I'm going to come up with a singular moment in all of anime, God. Mm, goodness, goodness, goodness. You know, if that's the case, I got to do probably my earliest, like, oh shit, what am I watching? This is fucking amazing moment. And I know I'm going to get so much, like, people are going to get so, like, butthurt over this. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm old school. What can I say? Dragon Ball Z, ah. the first time Goku went full Super Saiyan. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Solid choice, want... sir. Solid fucking choice. Thank you. I'm sorry. You gotta remember. It's solid. Like it's solid. I-, I can tell you that, but still, no. <laughs> hey, this is what this is my moment. Okay, not yours. So yeah, for me, I... looking at that, looking at that period of anime, where. There wasn't a lot of like great shows out there. That was the first moment that we had that build up for that. It took so long to get to that scene after they like described the Super Saiyan to us that when it finally happened and we finally saw the transformation and Goku just came out and stomped Frieza, it was perfect. The moment Shannon becomes a nerd, there you go. Oh, I was a nerd hey, that's long a before that. A lot of people probably became nerds at that moment right there. I, I was. Well, I, was I don't know if there, many yeah. people watching uh, original Dragon Ball. I don't know. Yeah, but still, yeah. All right. How about you, Matthew? All right. If I mean, if Mamata is gonna have a problem with yours, Mamata is one hundred and fifty percent gonna have a problem with mine. Uh, is it? Is it gonna be from Klanat? It's hundred percent from Klanat. Ah. Uh. It's one hundred percent from Klanat, <laughs> and I don't even know if I can say it because if if Shannon ever wants it's to watch it, going... it's a huge spoiler. Yeah, it's going to be don't a huge spoiler, not just to Shannon, don't you care. know, to our right, audience. Shannon don't care. If Shannon don't care, it's when Tomoyo kind of gets out of his funk and he finally meets his daughter, but his daughter's crying in the bathroom, uh... and like he's like, "Yo, why are you crying in the bathroom?" And she's like, "Because Grandma said the only two places I can cry are in the bathroom or in Daddy's arms," and I fucking lost it, fucking lost it. And then you That's cry my like scene ever. <laughs> oh, I cried like a little baby. I cried like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that scene. I remember it. But <laughs> no no single handed scene has ever brought me to tears like that scene has. I mean the the one that um brought uh Shannon into tears is from uh, Violet Evergarden, you know? 
I was not in tears over Violet Evergarden. <laughs> All right. All right. It's what you said. It's okay. So um, let's get right into our main topic then. All right. So our main topic for today is Wonder Egg Priority. So we got the synopsis. Following the suicide of her best and only friend, Koito Nagase, Ai Oto is left grappling with her new reality with nothing left to live for. She follows the instructions of a mysterious entity and gets roped into purchasing an egg. It specifically wants a, or sorry, blah, purchasing an egg or specifically a wonder egg. Upon breaking the egg in a world that materializes during her sleep, I is tasked with saving people from the adversities that come their way. In doing so, she believes that she has, she has moved one step closer to saving her best friend with this mysterious, sorry, with this dangerous yet tempting opportunity in the palms of her hands. I enters a place where she must recognize the relationship between other people's demons and her own. As past trauma, unforgettable regrets, and innate fears hatch in the bizarre world of Wonder Egg Priority, a young girl discovers the different inner struggles tormenting humankind and rescues them from their worst fears. That is the synopsis for Wonder Egg Priority from MyAnimeList.com. Yeah, you surely cannot read today, I guess. You know what? Shut up. You can read the synopsis next time. You just no. get to hang out and just ask thank, questions. Thank you, sir. <laughs> okay, then. Quit your bitching. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's give our shiitake score and slogan to this show. Um, let's start with you, Shannon. Um, I'm going dead neutral. Giving the show a five. Mm-hmm. And my slogan is depression is a, is, is a bitch. And apparently men ain't shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about you uh, over there, Matthew? Uh, my score is a solid seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and my slogan is: When life gets you down, just crack an egg and beat the shit out of all those haters. Oh, nice one. Good. So I'm going to give it a seven as well. And um, forgive me for this. I'm going to plagiarize again. Dude, no plagiarizing. <laughs> Original slogans only. Um, I, I don't know if you you can uh, uh, get where, where I, I'm copying this slogan from, but still. So my slogan is, Stranger is just a friend that you haven't, you haven't met, met yet. yet. Yeah. Sauce. That plagiarism is uh, not going to win you two weeks in a row, sir. I'm sorry. All right, all right. I, I'm going for you then, Matthew. Um, happy. What was your name, Mateo? We got to beat the cheaters. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go with Mateo. Mateo can take uh, it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Woohoo! Yeah, the champion. Yay! Yeah, at least I come clean this time around. You know. So, guys. So. Shannon, why you 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 gave it such a neutral score? I guess not not a very so. Low. I gave it a neutral score because I did not it. I didn't like the show, but I didn't like the show because it was a bad show. I didn't like the show because it wasn't a show that was made that was designed for me to like. Yes, I did have some I, negative points to it, mm-hmm. but they weren't enough to really sway me one way or the other um this show is some serious mental health awareness facial demons kind of stuff and that's not what i look for in an anime anime for me has always been the escape from all that stuff i don't want to think about that kind of stuff while i'm watching my anime i want to be removed from all the horrible crap that goes on in the real world by transporting myself to an anime So this show does the exact opposite. It takes you into another world, but it forces you to confront the darkest aspects of the human mind. And for me, I don't like that. I don't, that's not what I want. And I I fully understand that this show is very important for some people. It's going to be very important for other people, which is why I did not want to bash it. Um, It's just not one that I could enjoy because I get enough of dealing with 
demons, personal demons on a regular basis as it is. I don't need it in my anime. All right, that is fair. I mean, yeah, um, some people are looking at anime as, as an escape from reality. Yes, I agree with that. But if if um, you are not just looking for an escape, you know, in reality, I mean, this show is perfect, you know. It reminded us that um, there's people out there is suffering from such a mental um, issue, you know. I mean, in in Japan, I guess, um, suicide is a major thing over there. I mean, there's even like the uh, the whole forest for like uh, uh, people to suicide, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess this one is kind of like what you said. It's a awareness. Like it's kind of like an infomercial for um, mental health. You know, in a right. way. Right. I mean, and it also teaches us to to reach out to those that we're not reaching out to that to to check on each other that you don't know what other people are going through and that is yeah. that is absolutely important mm-hmm. um but the topics that this thing hit on and i could tell by episode two that this place this this show was going to go dark quick with that aspect because we covered everything from uh child neglect to rape to uh, body dysmorphia transgender um homosexuality um fluid sexuality um and it 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 did not pull punches with these things. It talked about all of this stuff, and yeah, I mean it it was heavy. Yeah, it was heavy, but they they did a great job on um, presenting us with the um, I guess issue to no, us I, I who, think... who maybe doesn't suffer those things, you know, and make us no, aware think... of it. I, I think yeah. they did a good job of presenting the traumas that people go through mm-hmm. the the pain that that is inflicted upon people when you don't if you don't check on your friends if you don't um when people aren't believed about who they are who aren't ac- when they're not accepted for who they are and all those things and my one real gripe i had with the show is that it basically, while trying to say mental health is important, it's important to check on your friends. It's important to to confront your demons and your trauma. They kind of shit all over men's health, men's mental health. Because yeah, yes, the two times they said that um, what um, women so women are emotionally motivated, men are goal motivated, or something like that. Basically, yeah. signifying that men's emotions don't matter, and it's like that's the opposite <laughs> message you're supposed to be sending. Because people talk about the the toxic masculinity, the problems with men not confronting their emotions, but when we try to, or when you're doing something, talking about confronting your emotions, we're once again relegated to a position of, we're not talking about your emotions. Yeah, you don't, right. You don't, have a I mean, you don't deal with that. Not only so, women suffers from a mental issue, you know, even right. us guys suffer from it. But right. we, we, we deal with it in, in some uh, passive way, I guess. We are not showing well, it no, to other people. We, we deal with our... But the problem is, is that when we, when men deal with it, it's usually in an unhealthy way. And yes, the I mean, show it, is showing you about the unhealthy ways. It depends on people. Well, no, no, because there's always people who can deal with it in a healthy way and an unhealthy way. The whole purpose of this show is to talk about the unhealthy ways people deal with this stuff or neglecting it in general. So, yeah. well, yes, some men do deal with it in a, in a positive manner, but we, we're mm-hmm. talking about the negative ones right now. Yeah. And when you're told, because especially, especially young boys were told from such a young age, don't cry, suck it up, man up. That's not how men, that's not how men feel all this stuff that tells us to repress our emotions. And then it ends up manifesting itself in negative ways and potentially suicide. So here you have a show that covers suicide and you basically just decided to neglect half the population. And not only neglect them, basically say that it's not important. Yeah, so that I was mean, my one real gripe it, with the show. Yeah, if they don't 
deliver that one liner or one sentence about um woman uh, emotionally what uh, driven or, or something driven men are yeah gorgeous. yeah we, we won't have that um uh, issue or argument about this you know <laughs> but right but yeah. i mean especially coming out of especially coming out of japan though mm-hmm. where the the um not not political the the landscape of the business landscape there is riddled with suicide because people don't know how to cope with the stress no so, the the way they work over there is so so different you know no 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 no, no. i understand i understand that but i'm i'm talking specifically about stress related because mm-hmm. the the expectation to succeed mm-hmm. it, it it drives a lot of people to su- to suicide there um not only the stress level like general work stress but also the stress to succeed if you fail if you're in a corporate job and you fail there's no it's not like the west where we say okay you get up you dust yourself back off again no they say you fail you're a failure period yep so that but that that's what i'm talking about that specifically and it's like that's a perfect example to target to show to to kind of kind of field that particular issue saying oh like literally they covered teachers you could have had a teacher telling a kid um oh you failed this test you're never going to get into you're never going to get into high school you're never going to college you're not going to amount to anything and tear them down that way and have them battle that demon and that would have been a perfect one to do with a male character and then you could have left it alone you could have gone back to focusing on the girls but they chose basically just to say you're not important and that you you don't have emotions so that that was my that's my one gripe with the show and i'm i'm gonna leave it at that cuz it's it's kind of beating a dead horse <laughs> yeah. yeah so i want to know from from meteo over there so meteo what do you think of the show in general so i share a lot of the same opinions with shannon about just the portion where they kind of shit on men and their mental health um but like you said we're not going to beat the dead horse with that one um but what i really do like about it is kind of Ah, I don't know if it's symbolism or I don't know what it is, um, but it it's when the girls are kind of in in the dreams, cracking the eggs, and you know they're helping these girls who have committed suicide. I I really like kind of what they named the little guys are like the see me nots or when they evolved into the haters and these things. Uh, that, the see no evil. Yeah, the see yeah. no evils. I mean, the see no, no evils and the haters. I, I fucking I love that because I mean, that's something fucking. I've seen a lot, kind of, I had a lot of friends that were bullied, and they fucking had a lot of people that were see no evils, or they were fucking haters, so just watching them, kind of the imagery of them, kind of beating the shit out of them with, and her, one of the cases, the pens and stuff like that, I kind of like what they did in that. To kind of I like, mean, the symbolism behind it is that when people get bullied, everyone yeah. else is just be a bystander, you know? Yeah, they're just a bystander, they're ignoring it, and, mm-hmm. and I like how they kind of, they showed it and they addressed it, um... Uh, so kind of all around, I, I love the show. This is really my my type of show, kind of slice of life with a little bit of reality to it, kind of showing them kind of addressing real world problems. I will say, I mean, sticking purely to the show, the one thing I hated about this show was the ending. Oh, no. I absolutely <laughs> no. loved everything in this show. I I, I liked I liked all the, the problems they addressed and how real they were just kind of across the board. Um, I mean, I when the they introduced the ending, you know, or, I, or the, the real I, agenda I, behind all of this. I mean, I'm like, why, why this, did they introduce it so late too? I'm just, ah. I mean, I don't mind being, it, it being so late, but it, it comes from a man mistake in a way, you know, and that, that is furthermore, um, Making the show um, kind of like a man hater, you know, in a way. <laughs> True. Don't you and think? Kind of. Yeah, which is kind of. It's kind of weird now that you kind of point that out because, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's really. It, we're focusing on suicides of young females, but and them shitting on men, but then the whole people who have caused this problem mm-hmm. is the men trying to figure yeah. out how to deal with mm-hmm. their fucking depression of their their daughter dying, right? I mean, they show us that um, those two men are really stressed at work and need something to, I guess, 
um, loosen uh, those up, I guess. And they they made something, an AI, I guess, and have fun with it. But uh, while they are at it, they have become um, irresponsible and let the AI uh, do whatever uh, she want, you know, in a way. Mm-hmm. And it kind of really backfired on them. And once it really hit them where it hurt and, you know, the freaking um, his wife, she was killed by the AI. Oh, and then shoot, the daughter bro. was killed, killed <laughs> or committed suicide, kind of hit it home and I mean, at the end of the day, this whole show is to cope almost with their depression so they can figure out why the hell this happened, right? I mean, it, 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 they, are, they are making like uh, a man is stupid and irresponsible in a very subtle way. <laughs> what, I, what I see this in, um, this is kind of funny because my girlfriend was watching a show on Netflix. Netflix. Um, long, long story short, I feel like they're trying to mansplain depression and they're trying to find a logical reasoning on how to fix depression and that there's got to be a way around it. Yes, we don't mind that. But why why not include men in, 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 this, in Which, that process? I don't know. But this whole show is about them and their depression and how they're trying to fix their own depression by using these girls <laughs> to fix other girls I mean suicide. I don't mind that I don't mind um I, what, no, I don't girl, mind girl empowerment and stuff but still I don't mind why, it either. why shitting on men when you, you are trying to do a very know. positive way I don't know I, I wish I could tell you maybe there's <laughs> culture out there I don't know I wish I could tell you but I mean yeah. it it was less of a role for me in the show I didn't it was it was stupid I didn't agree with it but it didn't really didn't hurt the show too much for me. I mean, yeah, when they are trying to touch on a very uh, sensitive or serious stuff, they are doing a very good job. But while we are at it, so let's talk about the story quite a bit. Um, Shannon, what do you think of the whole story behind it? The whole real agenda and stuff? You know, I mean, for the most part, I was, I wasn't very into the story but again i already said why for that mm-hmm. looking at it from an objective point of view i didn't have a problem with the story i didn't think it was bad i think it was dry at certain points and i wasn't a huge fan of the main character just because she kept kind of running herself in circles but overall the story was kind of lackluster for me so um uh what do you think of the what uh, the ending or when the real thing is they are i mean have to fight the the ai or solve the man's um after uh what after effect what 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 is what do you call it what is the sentence the aftermath of, of the man's problem i guess they have to uh uh solve that what do you think of, of the whole thing I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't like the fact that they didn't introduce that, oh, here's the actual problem until like episode 10. And then we just saw two episodes of them getting their ass kicked and their pets dying. And then that was it. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of like what? Um, Kingsman, right? The Kingsman do, do that? They give you a pet and then they ask you to uh, kill the pet. Yeah, that was Kingsman. Yeah, <laughs> that reminds me of that in some ways. Uh, um, how about you, Matthew? What do you think of the story? Um, what do I think of the story? Like the whole the hidden agenda portion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't mind it. I mean, like I said, I, I think it put an interesting, put in a little interesting little twist to the story. On why they were doing that, I just don't like how late they introduced it and how they ended the anime. I wanted more. I wanted to know why. I feel yeah, like it I, I, I love really, the mystery like behind it. That I wanted to know more. But I mean, they are trying to save their friends, right? And they did, but not in, not in their, I guess, not what they they are think of it uh, uh, is. You know, 
betting that if they try to save these other girls, uh, the their friends is going to come back alive. But in the end, they are just uh, saving their soul in a way. Yeah, they didn't even really clarify if they actually came back to life, did they? No. I mean, you yeah. cannot bring people uh, back to life. You also can't summon people from eggs. I mean, the eggs, I guess I assume that they are trapping the soul when they are uh, suicide. They are trapping it in, in the, those eggs. And it, it is up to um, those girls to save their soul. I guess. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because the AI, uh, I don't know, uh, the AI wants to what? Uh, maybe maybe they, they fit on those uh, suicide girls' soul? Don't we know. don't know because they didn't say they, they didn't even say anything about her till the end of the season. Yes, yes, that is the mystery. And I mean, maybe there's a season two. I don't know. No, nope, I won't watch it. <laughs> but still, I, I I love the mystery behind it. But um, tell us more. Tell, tell us a bit more about it. You know, at least. What I want to know is like, tell me the mystery behind it. But let me know if these girls actually came back to life after they finished all their eggs, you know? Like, they just vanished and disappeared. And then the girls fighting got all this trauma. But did the girls really come back to life? Committed suicide? That's what I want to know. I mean, nah. I, I don't think so. Maybe they they are so I just mean, go to heaven. <laughs> I mean, maybe there was something behind it where instead of them coming back to life, it, like put them into a cycle of reincarnation and that's how they came back to life. Who knows? Oh, man. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but at least tell me something. Don't leave it off like they left it off and make me have all these questions. I hate questions. I mean, Are we even going to talk about the fact they brought in parallel universes to this crap? I mean, they have to. So, other than that, how, how they, they are going to explain it? Wait, how did how did parallel universes tie into anything else that was going on? The only time they introduced it, parallel it universes, no, the only time they t- they brought in parallel universe was to explain why I was there and she was saving herself. Yeah, you was, did not need to do that. Yeah, I agree. It was, I mean, it was, it was kind of like a cool, like, hey, this could have happened to you, but no, it wasn't really needed in the show. I agree with you. I don't know. Like, man. you really could have just been like, no, you really could have been like thrown the egg, have it pop, and all of a sudden a mirror just appears. And she sees herself in the reflection. And then all of a sudden the noceums just start like mobbing out of nowhere trying to kill her. And then that's I mean, how you could have did the same story. Well, what I really wanted to see was like her crack that last egg and like Koito came out and then like she had all these questions for Koito or something, but she had to save her first. That's what I really wanted to see. I don't know, man. Maybe. Maybe they brought this thing up first so that in the future they will introduce the AI that is very good and and well behaved. There is no well behaved AI. I mean in the parallel world, maybe there is one. We don't know that parallel world out of this freaking show. We don't need parallel worlds. (laughs) The AI is a freaking spoiled brat. I get it. But, but I love the AI, though. I love the AI. I, I love that Yandere uh, attitude. I mean, I, I like her character design, I'm not going to lie. I really mm-hmm. do like her character design. Yeah. And she's kind of, she's a cool character, but I'm like, I just, too much I mean, behind her. I need to know more. She's cute and she's creepy <laughs> at the same time. Right? And the thing she does with her lips like that. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That's one thing. One thing annoyed me was that damn, that little pop. Yep, the pop, right? <laughs> I cannot do it <laughs> properly. But like, it, it was less of the pop and more so how they animated her damn lips that creeped me out. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, oh. the show is very detailed, you know? <laughs> I love it, I love it. All right, so while we are at it, um, let's talk about uh, uh, the characters. So guys, the characters. Um, there's four different girls, four different attitude, four different issue. So I mean, first of all, um, the uh, the name um, Otto I, right? 
it, it just uh, a word play for an English uh, word for odd eye. Odd eye. <laughs> Wait, is it actually? Yes. Oh man, I could live a whole life without that. Odd eye, right? That is how um, Japanese uh, pronounce odd eye. Because she has like what um, heterochromia, right? Um, yeah, heterochromia. Eyes, yeah. So that is a wordplay from that. <laughs> wow. I mean, you can call it um, lazy writing or, or what, but still. <laughs> um, and uh, the other one, the the president girl, um, Nehru. So. Uh, in English, it, uh, uh, it is uh, pronounced nail. So maybe adults are doing their nails, uh, probably. And with the idol, they are saying kawaii rika, right? So idol should be cute. So kawaii. <laughs> um, I don't know about Momoe, though. I try to link the names of Momoe, but I, I, cannot, find, um, I cannot find it. Um, maybe because of my lack of knowledge or something, but maybe there's a sudden meaning behind it. I don't know. So, guys, um, among them all, who's your favorite characters? Shannon, probably. I'm terrible with these girls' names. Um, Momo is the is the tomboy, right? Yes. Yeah, probably Momo. <laughs> All right, all right. That is very neutral for you. Neutral very choice. Neutral. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you, Matthew? I'm all about Rika, sir. I love Rika. Kawaii Rika. Huh? I mean, yeah, they represent an idol over here, but idol is not what we just what uh, look and see. The idol uh, is what like cute and being presentable of all time. I mean, idol in a way is just a human, you know. They have their own feelings too. <laughs> and yeah, idol is not just cutesy and stuff. Idol can become a very straightforward, uh, crude and a very rude person, maybe. <laughs> you know. And speaking of unpopular idol, uh, have you en- uh, encountered one in your life, guys? We don't really have idols. I mean, uh, you go to conventions. Like don't they invite some some of them? They invite celebrities, but not really idols. Oh, okay. Like you'll get voice actors and stuff like that. I think maybe like. I think I think I have seen like one or two, but I I don't really go for that kind of stuff, so I don't pay attention to it much. Um, I have met one celebrity who tried to who almost punched me. Huh? All right, so oh, I mean, so what happened? <laughs> it was it was my own fault. I will preface mm-hmm. it with that. It was my own fault. Okay. Um, so I can't remember his name, but he played Shane in The Walking Dead, and then he played the Punisher in the Netflix series. Um, so I was at a, con- my friend invited me to a convention last minute and I was like, I don't have any costumes. I got nothing prepared. So I, we just wrapped up our haunted house for the season. Cause this was in December. And I was like, Oh, I was testing out that new costume. I'll wear that. So my new costume is a teddy bear mask, a teddy bear suit. And I didn't know what else to do. So I gave, I put on a cloak and a tie. So the teddy bear looked really friendly. And I could have these big old button eyes and everything. Okay. Well, when I open my mouth, the jaw opens on the mask and you see bloody sharp teeth. Okay. So I'm walking around the convention center and this little kid comes up to me and I was like, oh, no, too young, too young. So I did, he wanted a picture. So I took a picture of him. And I'm just a cute little teddy bear. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm walking around the convention center <laughs> and this girl comes up to me and she's like 25. And I'm like, fair game. Okay. So. I, I she she gives me a hug, takes a picture, and then I look at her and I mime because I don't want to talk. So I take <laughs> my hand and I rub my head, and then my wife is with me, and the girl's like, "What?" And my wife's like, "Oh, he wants you to pet him." Oh, she's <laughs> like, "Oh, okay." 
So as soon as she gets her hand about a foot from my face, I open my jaw and I snarl at her because I have this really crazy snarl growl type deal. Yeah. And she screams and everybody starts dying. So, <laughs> so I'm like, I like this costume. This works. So I'm walking around the convention center. Anybody, anytime anyone stops to take a picture with me, I pull the same stunt. Okay. And I go over to the celebrity section and there's James Gunn, All right. Taser Face, and there's one other gentleman from the Guardians of the Galaxy. I can't remember his name right now. And one of them has no line, and my friends are in one of the other lines. So I go up to him, and I do the whole thing, and he's, he get, he's like, oh, shit. And he starts laughing. He's like, you got to get Sean Gunn. I was like, let's go. So we went over there. I got Sean Gunn. I got Taser Face. And then they're like, oh, you got to go do the Punisher. Please, you got to do the Punisher. So I'm like, <laughs> why not? I got, this is fun. So mm-hmm. I go to leave, and this girl stops me. And she wants to take a picture. And Sean Gunn is like, wait! And he gets the other two guys, and they come over, and they're all taping me. And <laughs> I pull the same... They're, they're all taping this. And the girl's like, I don't know what's going on, but okay. Okay. So she goes about this. So she we go about the thing, and she gets she almost pisses herself. And, <laughs> and I apologize. And I go over to Punisher's line. Well, his line is hella long. So okay. I stand in the line, and it's my turn, and mm-hmm. I do the thing. And all of a sudden, like, as soon as he puts his hand near me, I do my growl. I open my teeth and his eyes go wide and he pulls back, ready to throw a punch and hit me dead in my face. And mind you, the way the line is set up, there's nowhere for me to run. So I just have to eat the punch. I have to Mm -hmm. eat it. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, shit, this is my choice. This is what happens. And then he catches himself at the last second. He's just like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, okay, fine. Sean Gunn says hi. And I bounced out. <laughs> oh, you you were saved by the bell, I guess. Oh, dude, I oh, that mask has no padding. If he would have hit me, I would have felt all of it, <laughs> all of. Oh, but see, though, that was a fun experience, though. Oh, I would oh, like yeah, to, it was great, to. But pull, I know better that than again. I mean, it, it was a harmless prank, you know. It Just was harmless. But in haunting, we have a rule. You always need to be an arm's length away from anybody you're trying to scare to avoid getting hit like that. Mm-hmm. I, I threw that rule to the wind, and I was just like, well, this is what happens when you don't listen to the rules. And I was uh-huh. just ready to just take a punch. But luckily, I got saved. So that's the random celebrity thing. That is so far off topic. <laughs> I mean, see, that, that, that was fun experience, though. Uh, oh, it was hilarious, dude. I, they're, they're, I'll, I'll probably do it again one of these years, but right now it's just kind of like, eh, I don't feel like getting punched. Mm-hmm. Well, and once my kids are older, because they're cosplaying with me, and I don't want to scare them. All right, so back to the topic. So, um, back, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite top, uh, my favorite, not favorite topic. My favorite characters uh, would be, um, who's my favorite characters again? Um, ah, all right, so. It is a side characters, but um, yeah. Um, I like the girl that uh, get molested in in the train for some for some reason. <laughs> and That's a very interesting way to describe her too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Trans girl, sorry, the trans boy, or is it a different character? Not the little girl that got touched by the the CEO of that or the big company. Mm-hmm. The one where they first introduced Momoe? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That one, right? Yeah. yeah. I like that character. And the other one honorable mention is um, Nehru's friend, who was uh, in, in a deep coma, I guess. You remember that? Kotobuki, if I uh, recall correctly. Yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't really that much in the show. I mean, they talked to her for a short bit, but yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite characters, I guess. She looked, yeah, well, she looked kind of cool. You're right. Mm-hmm. Both of them were I, very interesting. I, how they were scientifically created. I mean, yeah, they both scientifically uh, created, but uh, uh, Kotobuki is the smarter one uh, compared to Nehru, I guess, because she is a professor or something, right? She's doing research for the um, Dream World in some ways. Yeah, she. Or how she how is to the deal with the, the science AI. division. 
Yeah. Yeah. She she's the she was the lead of the science division, but wasn't um Nehru the the CEO of the company though? Yeah. I mean, Nehru is the face of the company, I guess, because uh, it it is like a secret club, uh, the club where all the high um IQ people join in, I guess, or or pick to join. So Nehru was one of them. Uh, all right. So, uh, Shannon, least favorite characters. Oh, what's her name? The idol girl. Oh, Rika. You don't like her? Yeah. Can't stand at her. I can't stand her at all. I I mean yeah she is not honest with herself but still though she's a uh, her, her personality is obnoxious I mean they are trying to show the opposite um uh characters or attitude of an idol you know don't care you still have yeah. your personality is like you 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 have a very abrasive personality for no reason yes I know she has some she has some childhood issues but mm-hmm. you don't have to that doesn't mean you end up you have to end up that way. I mean, she's tried to cope with it in a way. Very poorly. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. How about you, Matthew? Uh, I didn't like Momoi. Oh. Mm-hmm. You yeah, don't Momoi. like Momoi? Yeah. Why though? I mean, she has. She doesn't have an a gender issue. I mean, she. She didn't have, she's, have an agenda issue, but she's trying really to become didn't... a woman, but uh, her. What? Well, see, I, I don't. I don't understand if her problem was more so of an identity issue, but more so of everyone sees me as a dude because I look like a dude, but I just want everyone yeah. to see me like a girl. But that's not really like a... If you want know, to look like, like a girl, try to, try to look like a girl first. Uh, and that's <laughs> well, what I'm saying. It's just like, dude, just grow out your hair. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Bitch. Hold on. But that's, not, but that's not fair, though, because... Every time she tries to be girly, people keep telling her that, no, she needs to be more masculine. And that was kind of the whole purpose with her meeting that dude who asked her out on a date. Oh. And when she showed up like a girl, that <laughs> same thing happened again. So you can't really get mad at her for not appearing feminine when everybody keeps telling her to appear masculine. So I mean, that was the really, I'm no. not really mad at her for it. I'm just like, eh, I mean, I, I mean, she screw your hair out. Yeah, I mean, if she wants to be looked as a woman, try to look as a woman first, you know? Don't try to be a, a look like a man. Don't try to and look. I, I feel like it, I mean, maybe it shouldn't be like body dysmorphia. Maybe it should be fucking peer pressure because everyone's trying to peer pressure her to look like a fucking man. I, I don't but, know. I, mean, I can see ha- the body dysmorphia. I can see it. I mean, she has for, a complex with her body. I can get that. But she's trying to yeah. be a woman, and they didn't show that she has a uh, complex with her body. Or, you know? I, well, no, they the, the association between her and the trans. Maybe that's where I kind of lost it. But I maybe that was just me. I don't know. I think I think she definitely. I think that she got so used to people telling her to be one way that she had a hard time trying to be any other way. And when that's why when she, when the guy asked her out, she's like, "Oh, now is my chance to be who I want, who I believe I am, and to dress the way I want to dress." And then when she got rejected again, she just couldn't. She again couldn't take it, and resorted back to her old ways. Yeah, I can see that, but still, though, if uh, I don't know, maybe she doesn't have a real friend that can advise her to look like a woman first. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So, all right. So, as for me, though, my least favorite character is uh, the two dudes. <laughs> I mean, they they are the one, they, they are the cause of the whole issue to begin with. Um, And they didn't explain stuff real well to the girls, maybe. And in a way, they are using them for their purpose. You know? So, I don't like that at all. So other than that, um, let's talk about our uh, most memorable scene, I guess. So Shannon, do you have one? I have a what? Uh, a memorable scene. The only ones that really stand out to me, and this is not necessarily like my favorite scene or anything, was when the first time like she figured out that she had to smash people's trauma and she just like pancaked that fool. And all you saw was just a fountain of blood. 
that that was like whoa, and then like I I am forever stuck with Momoe eating her pet. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, I'm right there. With that you. is just That's like stuck burned into my mind. I mean, in her, at like, that point, horrified face. This show becomes real, real dark. You know, for some reason, uh, no. But still, it, it was an interesting take on that scene, I guess. So, how about you, Matthew? Most memorable scene. So, I'm going to answer your question for face value or not. Because I don't really have, like, a favorite scene. Mm-hmm. But my most memorable scene is when Rika and Momoe finish. And just fucking, the fucking ball comes down and it kills their pets. And uh, just, I like, mean the horrifiedness and like the trauma that gets to the girls and just like you said the fucking huh, the, the face of Momoi when she gets shoved the fucking the alligator in her mouth oh my god uh, no. they are they're the most memorable scenes for me and they're just burned in my memory oh yeah yeah man <laughs> oh it is so grotesque I mean they didn't show us the, the whole deal but still though <laughs> Um, so as for me, um, ah, the most memorable scene was when the AI start to uh, kill the dude's family. You know, I mean, they didn't show us how they uh, the the AI do it, but when when she comes to to the uh, shower, right to the bath with with the wife. And the wife is pregnant, right? So at at that moment, I I thought um uh she killed the baby and not the wife, but instead she killed the wife and the baby survived some way. So yeah, I, th- I think it was more so like the baby was far enough along in the pregnancy where they could have just C-sectioned it out and put her on life support until she was stable. I mean, she was jealous of, of the baby, and why why kill the wife? Dude, that scene was fucking. No, she was jealous of the wife and the baby because she, she was jealous of anybody that was taking that would take them away from her. Yeah, dude, that scene was fucking nuts. When you just see her going there and she throws the the hair dryer into the bath. Oh my god, Ooh, fuck that bitch, fuck that bitch, dude. Oh my god, that scene too. There's so many like memorable scenes of just some messed up stuff. I mean. You don't have to show me that scene. And still, though, I, I am shivering right now. <laughs> Just thinking about the scene. Ah, ah. <laughs> bro, bro, bro. All right. Dude, so... It's not even also that scene, though. It's like how the mom was killed, but then the daughter was killed in the exact same bathtub, just a different fucking way. That got me. No, I hadn't even thought about that. That got me. The daughter was killed in the exact yeah, same bathtub. Uh, I mean, that's why way. I said I love that character. I love the eye. She's cute and stuff. And but she's she's just creepy. <laughs> like I like me them crazy girls, but she takes it one step way too far. Actually, that's All a right. couple steps way too far. Let's do a petition and make them turn this thing into a horror story instead. <laughs> Dude, I'm there. Give me a horror anime just with this girl. I will yes. watch the shit out of that. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right, guys. So, um, other than that, let's um, finish this up. So, um, Shannon, I know you try to escape from reality by watching this anime, but still. Um, what do you think of the message behind it? Uh, or all the mental issue stuff, the the awareness. Um, maybe you have someone that... um, close to you that suffer from this kind of issue. Maybe I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody. If you think you don't know someone that suffers from these issues, then you're deluding yourself. I mean, I mean, I myself suffer from mild depression. It's mm. not something I can't manage. I I manage it quite well, but it's there. Everyone suffers from some form of these issues. It's we just have to recognize it and learn how to cope with it and be okay with it. Everybody knows someone that that deals with these issues to a higher degree. Again, some people hide it better than others, but the point is that every, it's, you're not removed from the situation. 
everyone is there. So I think the message is good. The message of reaching out to your friends, reaching out to your loved ones, and not giving up on them. I think that is a great message to to pass on. Um, but again, you can't be fumbling at the five-yard line by excluding men for no reason. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want I don't want to use I don't want to say it like well how come men don't have a space in, the, in in this world too and it's like no that's not what I'm trying to say my point is that if you want if you want mental health mental health needs to be for everyone and if you want men to do better and to be more understanding and to be more empathetic we have to learn how to deal and cope and control our emotions in a healthy manner and you can't do that without addressing men's mental health at the same time so great message much needed but you gotta carry it to everyone you gotta take care of everybody not just one group of people yeah i agree i mean this show should have been a, a very gender gender neutral if they want to tackle this mental uh, awareness stuff and not just um women in general you know but mm-hmm. yeah the message behind it Not just uh, reach out to your loved one or your family or friend. Maybe someone out there doesn't have a family, doesn't have a, a friend. So, I mean, you can reach out to people, you know. You are not alone in this world, you know. Just reach out to people and don't don't think that you are alone in this world. You are probably not. I mean, even a stranger uh, can can save your life. I mean, right. and, they and show us. They show us in this, uh, in this uh, show, when, like this, uh, fangirl, right, come to an idol. I mean, the idol is supposed to be her savior, or uh, the the one that uh can reach out to her. But, but the idol took it the wrong way and belittle her. I mean. The girl is at her uh, last point of, uh, uh, I mean, uh, committing suicide. But if that, if in that moment the idol reach out to her and advise her or become her friends in some ways, maybe that girl can be safe. You know, that is the message behind it. Try to reach out to people and don't be. Don't be a jerk and try to respect others in a way. That is my take on it. So, Matthew, uh, what is your take on the mental awareness stuff uh, in this show? Oh, that's a, that's a question. Um, I, think the, I think the message was good. I, I think they portrayed it very accurately, barring the men thing. Um, I think they portrayed everything very accurately. It's good. I mean, like Shannon said, if you don't know somebody who's not going through this, then I mean, probably just got to get to know them better because everyone's going through something. Uh, I think it was good to raise awareness. Just, just throw the just throw the dude the bone. Include him in there next time. All right, and 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 just to say this, I mean. And I know this sound. I know you hear this. People hear this all the time. But if you are going through something, reach reach out to somebody. I mean, if you don't feel comfortable reaching out to friends, there there are hotlines you can call. There are there's always people you can talk to in the world. And hell, if you don't have nobody to talk to, message us on the group. One of yeah. us will talk to you. I mean, talk to like, us, please. Yes. Yeah, nobody is this alone issue, in this world. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody I mean, is alone. We are all here together. Hmm. I mean, you don't want to be alone in this world too, right? So please, please reach out to people. I mean, if you want to, I can be your friend. I can be a good listener, even though I live um, halfway throughout the earth, I guess. But still, that's how, I can that's be how your we, friend. <laughs> that's how we wound up as friends anyway. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Look at us over here. And, and, and we over here talking all that. We talk once a week at least. Over here already mm-hmm. planning like, when one of us is going to come to the other country. So just because you don't know us yet don't mean that we can't be friends. This is a point where what where your plagiarized slogan works. Yeah. A stranger yeah. is just a friend you haven't met yet. 
Yes. <laughs> and you now stole my mind. Some... Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you plagiarized it, then I plagiarized, I plagiarized it right after. So. So, all right. So, I guess um, if you know someone or you yourself uh, uh, have this kind of mental issue, you can watch this um, show and try to solve your problem in your own way. Um, other than that, um, Shannon, uh, recommend it to other people? Um, I would recommend it to young people. Um to understand to try to get them to understand that they're not the only ones going through these issues mm-hmm. um and that it's okay to reach out to somebody yes. um i would use it more for that than i would for really someone who's just getting into anime is looking for a great show i think this is a great learning tool yes agree um uh, matthew um will you recommend this to some people or to the other people i guess Oh uh, yes, I would. Um, I so if we're talking just about regular anime people, anime viewers, um, I wouldn't recommend it to someone who's just trying to get into anime. I'd suggest it to someone. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. I had a cough. Um, I'd recommend it to people who have you know been watching anime and they're just kind of looking for a uh, a niche thing that they want to watch that's in their genre. Um, but I mean, maybe somebody who's actually going through this, and you know. There's a little bit of as an escape to kind of see how to, to tackle it. Yeah, I would suggest this to other people as well. All right. I guess that's it. Um, that is the end of our review of Wonder Priority. Um, pretty good show in general. Um, other than that, if you like what you heard here, uh, please give us a like, give us a, a rating, give us a follow on whatever platform that you listen this podcast on. Um to our uh, fungi fam next week we are going to watch uh, demon slayer after all the hype that has been built up and finally gone down we are finally reviewing it <laughs> right now i guess so yeah stay tuned for that next week guys um other than that um you can hit us up on our social so what is our social again uh, shannon You can find us at Chitake Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to drop us an email, hit us up at shiitakepodcast at gmail.com. All right. So that's it. Um, so let's end the podcast like the usual, guys. Uh, so um, this is kind of like a serious note. So guys, uh, committing suicide is not the end of everything. So if you are feeling depressed or you don't know what to do or you you feel like you are alone so please 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 reach out to people there's a lot of people that can help you uh, that can give you advice and on stuff or maybe you just need a good listener to your whole story you know so i guess whatever you do please don't die for me we're going to put out we're going to put the normal aside there's always time for friends uh, oh great man great message um matthew last word if you're suffering so if you're suffering through something especially something like that find someone to talk to there's always somebody to talk to that'll help you get through it yeah man and you should know that you all are the best you know not just matthew over there okay So you know they actually are the best. Mateo's not the best. He's, except, he just okay. except Mamat. Mamat. Well, bro, bro, man, you're stepping. That's fire. You're stepping my back now, huh? He's in the middle of the pack. <laughs> the middle All right, guys. All right, so let's end it like usual. Um, Shitake. Shitake. Shitake.